What's up? Oh, we're live. <laughs> we are live. Nope, we're not. It's a recording. But right now, for you and I. In this moment, Kelly and I to each this other. This is just for the room, <laughs> as people in comedy like to say. Um, hello, everyone. This is FOH. Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a podcast about restaurants. And food service. And whatever else we feel like shoehorning into that general theme. Yeah. But this one's not a shoehorn. This is no, right, on the, I right like on the button. Lately, we've been a little shoehorny because it's summer. It's summer. And also, like, I think that it's necessary to be broad when you're talking about the, it's food. It's food. It's it, what unites us. <laughs> and divides us. Interesting. Interesting. I like that point. I like That's that a good point. point. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so anyways, we're back. We, we're back. We did some research. We're recording on a Monday, which is our normal day to record, but it does not feel like a Monday to me. Interesting. I think because of the 4th. The 4th was on Thursday. Yeah. And then I worked like a... Friday, double Saturday, off Sunday, off today. It's like yeah, very it's my weird. Brain. This past, these past few weeks have really rotted my brain in a very weird way. I don't feel like myself. Yeah, we were just talking about the news cycle is very overwhelming. There's right a now. lot going on between the primary. Jeff. Jeff. That's what I call my friend Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> you fucking freak. Lillian's consistently going up to him being, I'm 14. I forgot that in the last episode, I pretended to be an advocate for pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> She was on the plane. Lock her up. Lock her up. Chant it. Going to Jeff Epstein. Hey, um, I'm also 14. He's like, really? She's like, yeah, for sure. You should um rape me. That's not funny, but is a reality for me. You're like, I love to kill a mockingbird because I'm still in high school. Have you read that book, A Separate Piece? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a I used to have a joke that I never would really tell on stage, but I, it was so funny to me the idea. I don't know if I've talked to you about this before, but the idea of saying like in adult company that your favorite book is a separate piece is so funny. That to is me very funny because it's just a book written to teach kids about books, like how yeah. like plot and narrative and character development. It's like not a real book. <laughs> yeah, that that is very. It's like it's like a disguised textbook. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, a little joke That's, between yeah. me and me, and now me and all of you. <laughs> Tell it on stage. It's going to be a cr- barn burner. <laughs> it's my new closer. Everyone's like, mm, tepid applause. Okay. Uh, mic drop kind of joke. <laughs> Anyways, oh do you have any service stories from the week? Well, I have one 4th of July related story. Okay. Um, so I did not work on 4th of July. We had a little cookout. It was Mm -hmm. very fun. Um, but where I work, the, um, the chef was like, we're, we're going to close the regular kitchen. We're going to house make hot dogs and sell those for six bucks a piece. And, uh, that's what, and then they had like a corn salad and some dessert and stuff. And they're like, that's what we're going to do on 4th of July. Everyone was like, great idea. That's awesome. And then, um, they made 50 of those, which like your average person can eat two to three hot dogs. So they made roughly the number of hot dogs to feed 15 hungry people. 
Wow. So they obviously ran out <laughs> at, by 6.30. So it <gasps> opens for dinner at 5. They ran out by 6.30 and they just bought Oscar Mayer hot dogs, but didn't like, discl- obviously didn't disclose and sold them for $6 a piece. Oscar this Mayer is scandal worthy. Yeah, I can't shocking. believe you're saying this shocking. On, on the record. The Williamsburg. It was pro- <laughs> the Williamsburg, Williamsburg Piper. You know, bourgeois meat community. <laughs> Rise up. <laughs> uh, Rise up, ye consumers <laughs> of sausage, saucisson. <laughs> You have nothing to to lose <laughs> but your casings. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so they they didn't buy like no, they didn't even buy like fancy. Wow, fancy brand. That makes me feel so much better about a lot of things. <laughs> I know. Isn't that so funny? Which I was like, they were like, you know, they publicized it like week of, and it was the first year they had chosen to do that. And so they weren't sure how to, how many to make, but 50 was low ball. That's a gamble. It. It's That's a low a ball gamble. for sure. Wow. Isn't that funny? That's wild. I know. I like went out on Friday and they told us and I truly, it was like, I have to lay down. That, <laughs> <laughs> bring me the salts that is real you're you're on the record and not hush hush you know well as everyone loyal listeners to the podcast know hot dogs and the restaurant i work at are a hot button issue <laughs> my manager gave yes the history of that was a very funny uh story yeah thank you uh, i was like looking for the another word but it's just story a funny tale um <laughs> uh great that's yeah. fun that's a fun one. Um, I had a funny thing happen where this woman sat down and was like, I heard her talking to her date who had been there before before she got there. So he, I kind of was serving him already. And she comes in and she's like, this is my favorite restaurant. And I was like, cool. That's great. That's, that's a great. Lo- That's a lovely thing to hear. Yeah. But you know what? I think when I hear that, Kelly. Oh, God. <laughs> What morose comment are you about to I make? I think that it's going to be a high-maintenance situation. Yeah, probably. Right? Because if someone's favorite restaurant, and they're well, saying it loudly, which means... They're definitely going to be like, the chef's done it for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she was like, I love sitting at the bar because, like, get all of this attention, and, like, you chat with the bartender, and I was like, no, no. No, like I'm, I'm at this point in my life, I'm not adverse to chit chat at the bar, but I'm not like a bend my ear kind of bartender anymore because I have given my soul to the public Mm -hmm. too much. Yeah. Anyways, she ends up being very, very nice, but ultimately pretty dumb and very annoying. So she wouldn't let me take her full order, which this is maybe something that, not everyone knows, but it's very annoying to both the kitchen and the server that you're telling this to, that you're just going to order as you see fit. Yeah. I there would are... say there are certain things that like, like if you, if the restaurant has like a snack, like prune has that where they have like snacks, snacks and then the full menu, That's if you fine. just want to do snacks and be like, and we're going to figure the rest out fine. But you, it, 
if you need more time, say, we need more time. And that's what, that's what we have too. We have kind of a snacks menu where it's not a big deal to get olives or cheese or whatever, and then figure it out if you're starving. Like, I totally understand that. And the bar's a little bit more casual anyways. But it was a, like, appetizer, wait half an hour, order another. Th- and I was like, please. And, like, the kitchen gets pissed because we're not supposed to do that. And I'm trying. It's really hard to, like, you don't want to strong arm someone. But you have it. So it was very delicate. And she's like, it's my favorite restaurant. I, like, really want to take my time. And I was like, that's totally cool. I was like, if you do know your full order, I can just take it. I'll let the kitchen know you want to go slowly. I'll pace it out for you. I was like, do not worry. We're not going to rush you. She was like, nah, you know what? I'm just going to wait. And I was like, you, why are you doing this to me? But the best thing that happened, so that was really annoying, but the best thing that happened was this last conversation where she's ordering, she ordered this Cab Franc, and I was like, yeah, it's actually really good. I was like, it's a little bit funky, but it's still like really nice and light for Cab Franc and blah, blah, blah. And she tasted and she was like, oh, I've never heard the word funky to describe wine before. She was like, and I'm a total wine snob. I'm like a huge wine nerd. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, well, sometimes natural wine can like, and she was like, what's natural wine? And I was like, okay, so yeah. Um, okay, so what, and so I explained the entire concept. You sent her a link to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I explained the whole thing, which wouldn't be, I never mind talking to someone about it, but it's someone who had told me multiple times that she was a huge wine nerd. And she also was like, I've never heard of orange wine. And I was like, all right. So even like not wine nerds have heard of orange wine at this point. Yeah. It's very trendy. Anyways, it was just for at least four summers. Yeah. So anyways, it was just very funny that she was just like, I hate people that like, just think they know better, but so very clearly do not. Yeah. It's, let me um, just like, let me do my job. Yeah. I think it's that, that it's like people, it is that attitude of like, I'll just pace it. It's like the kitchen is going to be much better at pacing your meal than you are because you don't know the pickup times of yeah. the food. So you're going to think like, okay, I want like, especially if you're ordering like a meat dish, you're like, okay, I want the steak. And you're thinking the steak is going to come out 10 minutes yeah. after you order it. Nope. No, it could be 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. If you're behind other orders. So let me put it in and I'm going to get it to you. Even if you yeah. say I want it nice and slow. Famously, even... one of the worst regulars at my restaurant. <laughs> one time I wasn't serving her. I was working that night. Yeah, I was too. And obviously I saw the story. Who cares? <laughs> Shut up, Kelly. Um, and this, uh, she's a horrid person and a horrible regular and we all hate her. Um, and she, to her server, was like, I would like to fire my own courses. <laughs> and she was like, I will let you know when to fire the food, which is like, I don't even know how she knew that terminology. But I was like, no, like, you know that enough to know that terminology, but not to know how the kitchen works, how long food takes. What are you fucking thinking? That was one of the craziest power struggles I've ever seen in my life. It was it was nuts. It was very nuts. <laughs> it's also just like, bitch, what? Like, you don't even know. You don't know anything. You don't know what it means. To, what are the fire times then? You should have quizzed her. Be like, what's the fire time for this entree? Yeah. It's also like when you work somewhere, you learn not only the rhythm of the kitchen, like, okay, a chicken 
that's a 15 minute pickup time, a steak, that's a 20 minute pickup time, a pasta, that's a seven minute pickup time. Or the difference between order fire and Whatever. firing courses. But you know, okay, when these three people are on the line, I can expect that food yeah. like this, like a rhythm. But when these three people are on the line, I can expect full anarchy and chaos. <laughs> like it's like you like you might even you might even come in and know a little bit or enough about that, but you don't know the kitchen itself. No. And if, what if something goes wrong? What if you lose pa- you know like it's just it's a fully insane thing. Oh my god, it was amazing. That was crazy. That was so crazy, but I ultimately did love it. Oh, of course. You of course. have to. You love to see it. You love to see it. I love seeing people get completely shot down. Oh, yeah. I love saying no to people. Yeah, it's fun. Um. Anyways, so this week, we, as a return to form, sort of. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um. I don't know either. What is our <laughs> form, really? What is a theme for a podcast? <laughs> Um, we're going to be talking about, uh, I saw this article in the times that profiled a very special restaurant in Paris, <laughs> a very special, very place. special restaurant. Um, and it kind of got me thinking about celebrity culture and restaurants. Mm-hmm. And that's like a very interesting sort of bygone era. Almost. 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 Um, so the restaurant, um, the name of the article is The Mystery of Deve. Spelled Dave. Spe- spelled Dave with an accent mark, like one might do in college when they want to reinvent themselves. Like, no, I'm Deve. It's like, dude, your name's David. Um, what are you doing? I had a friend named David in college. David is different. Yeah, he was Colombian. Yeah, so that, that, that tracks for me. But um, it's by Dana Thomas, and it sort of profiles this restaurant that has sort of an unlikely start. But I think that this is a very classic um, celebrity restaurant tale. Yeah, you're right. Which is like, so this man was an immigrant uh, living in Paris. Mm-hmm. His parents owned a restaurant that was, seemed like it was at least decently popular. Yeah. Um, and that restaurant shuttered. Yes. And it was in a less cool neighborhood. Yeah. And then he... Um, opened a restaurant in the first arrondissement, which is like wow. city center. I like your pronunciation. Yeah. Well, I used to speak French. You used to. I don't know. Bring it on back. I don't know nothing anymore. You're like, I won't utter a word of French <laughs> since it ha- since the incident. <laughs> since the incident. I did think when we were doing the test today, I think you said weird, but it sounded like you're like, merde. What? Because merde. Merde. That's I an mean, every, yeah. every, um, what's it, what's his name? Serge Gainsbourg. <laughs> yeah. I, when we were doing the test, I, I think you said weird, but it sounded like you're like, oh, merde. merde. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. That's a very sexy way. Mm. You know? Yeah. Speaking of pedophiles, am I right? Um, oh my God. Oh my God. It's not a good callback joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Anyways, so, yes, this guy, and, like, how did he, it's sort of one of those things where, like, it almost feels like, so this is the early 80s in Paris. It sort of feels like it's one of those things that there's no exact reason it just sort of happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like, cool neighborhood. I think Chinese food was very cool at that time. Yeah. Like, 
the mother of um, the guy who started P.F. Chang's, it's kind of a similar story in San Francisco in the 70s. Had right. A Chinese restaurant that was like very, very cool, like Angelica Houston, Jack Nicholson. Like it reminded me of that restaurant. Right. This, right. The and one of the things it's like, I think it just, it's sort of, I don't know. The One of the first things is that Grace Coddington mm-hmm. happened to eat there. And loved it, it. And loved it. Um, and then it's sort of like once you, and this, once you have one person and that one person wants to say, ugh, Donald, you've got this little hole, this little place I discovered. It's actually very chic or whatever. Yeah. And then all of the, and then the fashion people come in. Yeah. And then the musicians come and then Hollywood. And then, you know, it's like a kind of a, yeah, it's an avalanche thing. Yeah. And they said that in the restaurant, the, it was divided by big fish tanks, the like ultra VIP section where like Helmut Newton yes, ate. Yes, yes. And then like where the regular rabble ate. <laughs> and I think that is like, to me, that's such a a perfect way of explaining like a celebrity restaurant of like, it's a fish tank. So it is the mm. barrier, but it's not, it's not a door. It's not a curtain. It's not right. cutting you off. It's like, you want to, have privacy but still be seen yes totally and that's such a celebrity moment for sure it's also like i forget i think it was in the it might have been in the onassis uh biography that i read but or maybe it was a different article but they talked about um you know the classic like best seat in the house Mm. and how the best seat in the house is perfectly angled so that you are seen but you have like privacy like it's like Mm -hmm. this certain positioning that is like very prized and how jackie o and her sister had this specific table that was like angled so that they could be watched but they could also kind of have a little bit of private it's just so interesting yeah yeah i think i think that's such a crucial element is because you these restaurants do become scenes and you go there knowing like the Ivy. Remember when that was like the thing in LA Yep. and like, it's like you go, you're not going there thinking I just want a a quiet night with the fam. Like, you know, (laughs) like, Oh, I hope no, you're wanting to be wrecked. You go there because you want to be recognized. Right. And there was no menu and there was no sign. So there's no menu. So like he basically would just charge famous people like nothing or half price. And then if he got to know you and ask you questions and he was sort of the one DeVay who would go around and like hand write, basically would just send you food and you're yeah. like, I don't know how much this costs. I don't know what the, fu-. like there's no notion, which is also a very celebrity type. It's a very celebrity thing. And, and, and I think that notion of like rich people also love that game of yeah. like, cause they can afford it. And they love the game of like, are they going to get charged? Like, I think they like getting overcharged sometimes and then getting into the club Uh and getting, you know, like, you're like, oh, I'm actually with Yves Saint Laurent at the next table. And he says, oh, you got to have these egg rolls, you know, whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) These antitizers, you know what I mean? You know, um, I know the food is, sounds like it was totally fine, but sort of incidental as these I know they said like crispy chicken breasts. Yeah. I'm like, like, okay, okay, great. I mean, I'm sure this guy's family, like, I mean, they have a, a legacy of like, it's also, that's such a, that's another like kind of quintessential celebrity food thing to me is like, um, 
the food being whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like what, I mean, you know, not to quote, but like Woody Allen, like talks about that at, um, whatever. sorry, the pedophiles keep coming. I know it's like, <laughs> the hits just keep on coming. Like whatever, wherever they hung out on the upper West, like it was called like Sadie's or something that he was like, the food wasn't very good. And if it had been better, it would have been, it wouldn't have been the hangout that it was because we would have been too focused on the food. Mm. But we were focused on hanging out with each other. I mean, that's why for us non-famous people, I love eating at a diner again. Yeah. Because you aren't, like, the food's fine, but you're like, it's always such a visceral memory for me, even when it's just, like, a friend and I hanging out. But it's, yeah, it really, I'm like, you should eat at places with bad to mediocre <laughs> food. So then you have a better friendship. So you have a better friendship. <laughs> but, I mean, I think of that more so in terms of going to bars like yes, you don't want to sure. go like it's like why go to a mixologist bar it's no like, who fucking cares like so you spend 20 bucks for like a, those are a lame great anyway cocktail and all you do is no think about the cocktail it's like go to a fucking dive bar spend five bucks on a beer and talk to your fucking friends yes exactly that's why we'll never be famous i know mm. we don't give a shit um but I think also it was sort of that is an era of we talked about this a little bit like when we were just talking about um, <coughs> bless you thank you um, about Michael Jackson and about people of the eighties who were fuck <laughs> another photo another photo she can believe she can believe. I mean, I have been constantly thinking about pedophiles for like the entire weekend because. I know that the world is run by pedophiles and it's so fucking terrifying. So like it is on my mind. Yeah. I think, um, I've been thinking a lot about, um, Mark Lombardi, who's Mm -hmm. this artist who does those money maps. Yeah. And I was trying to find if he had ever done one that included Jeff Epstein and I couldn't, or that, that Gherkin woman who's the Madame, Mm -hmm. um, whatever her name is, Ghislaine. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) And I couldn't find anything with them, but I, I, I got a, I got, a, I was, I have a book on him and I was like furiously like, <laughs> yeah. Cause he does stuff about the Clinton. So right. I was very surprised. Pizzagate, you know, pizza. We now, we know now it's real. I mean, it was a funny conspiracy because it's like completely true. It's just not the way that people had talked about it being right. true. It's like, of course, of course there are like networks of concentrated money buys you power and men are disgusting and want to fuck children. Like, of course that's true. Look at, um, you know, who's your favorite guy? Johnny Gosh? Yeah, my favorite guy, <laughs> child sex trafficking victim, Johnny Gosh. <laughs> Although, that's a weird... My favorite celebrity, Johnny Gosh. Has he ever been? <laughs> he actually... I was thinking about him today, too, because of I course. said, maybe we'll solve Johnny Gosh now that fucking... Epstein is getting collared. Is that the right term? I think so. Thank They're you. throwing the book at him. Yeah. That's very 80s cop t- mm. terminology. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> this is a service industry podcast, not pedophile talk, though. <laughs> sounds like we have a spinoff on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my but, God. So the 80s, early, early to mid 90s, possibly later one could argue it is sort of the last time I believe we had true icons who seem untouchable. Yes. Who are true 
in some sense of the word celeb like true very true celebrities because of of many reasons that are fairly obvious um the panopticon (laughs) you love saying that i do (laughs) i do it's the only thing i remember from Foucault. um but so so i think that in that way this is a very interesting like crossroads of this Mm -hmm. the restaurant and the celebrity culture this boom i mean it's like so intoxicating it's i and this the owner who it was just really like seemed like it was just his heart and soul like he was truly the host of a party which is my favorite way to look at serving when i feel like i can't get into it if i try to get into that mindset it helps totally so, and him, he always took Polaroids of him with all of the celebrities. So he obviously had some weird shit going on too, but it's him and all, he like loved celebrities clearly and was sort of part of that circle. But, um, so there's like Polaroid pictures of him and like, you know, fucking Johnny Depp and Kate Moss in the nineties and all that stuff. It's, it's, so that was like the decor along with the fish tanks, you know? Yeah. I think that, um, it's a way of like, if you're obsessed with celebrity and you have this like outsider service, like status of like him being an immigrant and a man of color and like truly like everyone who owns restaurants, except for like very few people are like, they're working. Yeah. And like, I mean, he was there, like he was like part of that celebrity culture and could take a photo with Grace Coddington. But at the end of the day, like he was working. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, I think that that's like such an interesting moment too of like, like what is like, when do you become an insider through that? Like he, you know, his restaurant closed. He's like retired now. He's making a coffee table book, but he's not, he's not going out with those people every night now. And he's not this like vaunted person. Like, right. You know, you kind of become part of the decor yourself. And you sh- that's a cut to kind of an Alfred Hitchcock mm, or I'm a Twilight of Zone. Jack Nicholson. Oh, you know? in the in the paint in the photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's at the he's in the fish tank. He's and, in the fish tank. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it is like ugh, it is so interesting, and I hope that he's doing okay. He seemed like he was taking it in stride. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Get get your money. Get that coffee table book. Oh yeah. But the reason this article was published is because it, it just recently closed this year. Yeah. Um, and it does look very dated. It's like red drapes mm-hmm. and like, you know, well, they said part of like kind of the, it's fall from graces that it actually moved to a larger space. Right. And that, that almost like it, it like updated it in some sense, but then it also like, it lost the cachet of like this, like very secluded, very small space. And it right. was on a more populated streets so celebrities couldn't kind of like sneak in in. and out and like i don't know like i think that yeah you have to keep it that is such a problem with restaurant owners and restaurant people is that they just want to quickly expand and change and it's like just 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 have your precious thing yes it's like i mean that's like it's human nature it's like you're like this is successful like what if i made it bigger and then i made more money and it would be more successful right which I understand. I mean, of I don't course. fucking know. I don't own anything, but um, of course, we just said we're taking a spinoff. We're you know, <laughs> we're we're building this project out, baby. 
Okay, so guys, this is our new podcast. It's about pedophiles, but it's like funny. <laughs> I mean, there are 1,000 podcasts that are that. I know, it's the joke. Um, wow, Lillian. <laughs> wow. Thank you. God. Uh, local bitch, Lillian Devane, starts a pedophile podcast. Okay. Um, and then it it made me think about this other restaurant in New York that I've never been to, but I feel like I've talked to you about before the, um, that like Indochine or Indochine. Indochine. Yeah. I always say Indochine and then I'm like, no, I confuse myself, but it's the same thing. It's like, yeah. but that was like, I think it was like late eighties. Yeah. Spawned from like the crumbling of the downtown art scene. But it's like fucking Keith Haring, Andy Warhol, like everybody was fucking there. I want, and it's still it's still around. People still go there, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They I, have like a like a mango vodka martini and like spring rolls, and everyone's like, "Gotta get that." I'm like, yeah. "Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, go off, <laughs> whatever." Yeah, it's like the, a scene. I mean, you know, maybe we're just not cool enough. And I'm sure there are like, I know that celebrities obviously hang out at restaurants and whatever, but I don't. Do you think there are still places like that that we just don't know about? I mean, maybe in L.A. Yeah, I think. No, I think in New York that there are for sure. I think there are for sure. But you I think there's like pub like I know there's like secret. Like I've had friends who work at bars that like Scarlett Johansson goes to because it's secret and nobody, you know, like yeah. I know that is real, but like. Oh, you, are there like no? Scene? I don't. And that's what I'm saying. Like a public restaurant. I guess like Spotted Pig was kind of that. Yeah, and that's look, true. Look what that wrought. Jeez, just a rapist, not a pedophile that we right. know of. So yeah, but, you know. Um, but yeah, God, that whole fucking thing. Um, that was definitely like a sceny place. That's true. Um, it's just like everyone, everything's so ruined by the internet and phones and like, it's so fucked up and sad. I hate it. It's grotesque. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it is, is like that, like you want, I think what made those restaurants is like the illusion of everyone seeing you. And now it's the reality of everyone seeing you. Right. And it's like, you're like the room was watching you, but it was just for that room. Yeah. Just at the opening of this podcast it was just that room and and then the word would spread and it was like oh my god like i saw yeah but now it's like everyone if i don't know like like there were pictures with like leonardo dicaprio like everyone if he came in everyone would take a picture of him it would get posted online it's like leonardo dicaprio's here big whoop big whoop and then it does lose the value of of that moment and that special kind of like (gasps) Ugh, man. It's so fucking corny, but I do really... Oh, I love celebrities. I mean, I was going to say, I don't want to live in this era. Oh, I thought you were going to say, it's so corny, but I love seeing celebrities. I do also, I genuinely love seeing celebrities. I will say that like 30% of the time when I come into work, I'm like, what happened today? Any celebrities come in? Yeah. Like if I'm coming into dinner, I'm like, who came to brunch? Yeah. Celebs? I'm due for a celeb sighting. I haven't had a good one in a minute. Yeah. Wait, I think I someone famous did come into my work, and I'm forgetting who it is. Um, Sounds like they were real cool. <laughs> it's usually celebrities. Wasn't I it don't... like Baz Luhrmann or something? I don't know who that is. Oh, someone recently told me they're like Baz Luhrmann came in, and I was oh, like, fuck? fucking don't care. He directed like Moulin Rouge and stuff. Oh, that sounds like a nerd thing to know. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Gun- Someone with fingerless gloves was like, there's Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I just came from Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never believe who I saw at Spencer's gifts. <laughs> That's where all this... Life- We're like, where are these restaurants? Where are they going? They're just at the mall. They're at PacSun. They're Gotta at PacSun. Sun. Eating an Auntie Annie's pretzel at PacSun. Mm, that's... <laughs> That's where Margot Robbie is. <laughs> Chowing down on an 800 calorie pretzel. She would never. You can't. No, she don't eat bread. No. Um. Yeah, man. It made yeah. me really nostalgic for a time I've never lived in. Well, you you lived in it, but you weren't No, like... I didn't. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I am underage. I told you I'm 14. I told you. It's just you and Jeff know. (laughs) Everyone else. You age yourself up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That would be so twisted. Um, Like I'm like the orphan or whatever that movie is. You're the orphan, (laughs) but it's like you say that you're like the secret is that you're 14, but you actually are your age, but you're saying that you're your age, but you know what I mean? Like you're doing that. You know what I found out? I don't know if this will mean anything to you, but Jojo Siwa is 16. I don't know who that is. Yeah. That's (laughs) what I thought would happen. Sorry. Very much what I thought would happen. Um, I guess also I think a huge thing now is, um, Something I read was this piece in GQ. This is from like five years ago. And when it came out, I was very into it. And, and I, I revisited it for this episode is um, like club appearances and that being mm. like such a appearances in general, just being such a huge moneymaker for celebrities and such a like shadow network that I don't even think we know how often celebrities are being paid like of course there's going to be your kardashians at one oak and dylan's candy bar and whatever right but it's like we don't even know half of the deals that go into when we see sure paparazzi shots of people and when they're in different places like it's it's such a thing like appearances is such a huge thing in a way that it wasn't before because there weren't there wasn't the ability to record where people were at all times and i think that's a huge part of the fall of those restaurants is because what is genuinely cool is like what's hidden and what's and now it's like you know that's a good point you know we used to have freaking river phoenix ODing on a sidewalk and that was great publicity for that club mm. that they started and now it's yeah. sort of like that would never happen today i know demi lovato OD'd private where was she where was she where were you demi demi and the darkest day of your life <laughs> demi where were you um what was that place called the snake bite in the uh, yeah yeah or something, something like that. that something like that oh yeah yeah and there's your first problem buddy i mean i guess it <laughs> Go to a fucking cool place, River. <laughs> oh, God sad. bless him. So sad. So sad. He's such a good actor. Oh, Talk about enough. a 90s icon. Oh, gorge. So gorge. Um, we look a little too similar, I think, for me to find him fully attractive, but he's got kind of a buttony nose, right? That's a very intense humble brag from Lillian <laughs> Devane. 
like one of the most like universally recognized like attractive people. She's no. like, we just look too similar. For no, me to I don't. Really. No, I'm saying like a white kind like, of like Marion Cotier and I would <laughs> never work between us. It would never work. No, I'm just saying like we have like the Anglo features mm. of hit. Like I think it's too our bloodlines are too similar for me to find it. You would only have miscarriages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how science works. No, that's true. Between me and River Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not true. No, you can marry anyone you want. You go on right ahead. <laughs> You're from Florida. I know. Um, <clears throat> well, I think we're done here. Yeah, we've said enough. <laughs> um, mysterious eras of bygone, like, velvet roped curtains. Mm, yes, the belly poke. The belly poke. Um, I miss it. To be frank. I miss that. Um, we said it was a refer- return to form, and it certainly was. It certainly so. was, and you're very welcome. Please don't stop listening to this podcast, because sometimes we are dumb. Yeah. It happens. Um, please review, write a review. I just said that. Fuck. Review, re- rate, and subscribe. Review, rate, and subscribe. Tell a friend. And uh, we love you. Really helps us out. Okay. Bye. Bye.